everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of When I Grow Up. On today's episode, I have my friend Suji Lee here with me. Hey, Suji, how are you? Hi, Blair. How are you? I'm good. Oh, I'm good. good. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, why are you sorry? Don't be sorry. Sorry. You know, you know, it's it's like um, it's always a little bit kind of awkward, like when we start. Okay. Like everyone's kind of like like. On this the end, so, right? <laughs> yeah, because it's like kind of nerve-wracking. But I, but anyways, all that to say, thank you for being here with me. I know you mentioned before we started recording that um, you had a really hectic and busy week. So I really appreciate your time today. Yes. Um, but before we jump in, we need to know, Suji, what do you do for a living? <laughs> a million-dollar question, right? Yeah. Um, so I am an IoT consultant, and uh, what IoT stands for is Internet of Things. So you're probably like, what is IoT? Um, just think of connected devices, like anything that's connected. You know, nowadays, all devices are connected to an Internet or network, you know. And so um, I'm a specific, I guess, consultant for IoT. Okay, so I'm going to need you to elaborate a little bit. So yes, I understand. First of all, this okay. I'm just a newbie to all things like tech savvy. Yeah. Um, I have never heard of an IoT consultant, Internet mm-hmm. of Things. I definitely, I thought you were going to say like, like, I don't know. Oh, I guess IT is informational technology, right? Or information Yeah, technology. yeah. But that's not what that is. No. So Internet of Things. So it's just like things that are connected, you know what to do with those things is that <laughs> yeah so you know nowadays like smart homes you know yes. how you have your like um those cameras that are on the front door all of those are connected devices you know how nowadays like you can uh, make your lights smart yes. and so when you uh, open up your app on your phone you can like click on and then that light switches on so all of these are connected devices and so um, what we do is we work with different like companies or businesses that want to, I guess, incorporate IoT into their business so that it, things can be more efficient. That's what we want to do, like reduce wow. costs, you know, um, things like that. So that's IoT. Um, but then again, I say IoT consultant. That's just like my default title, but just general consultant I just do whatever <laughs> wherever there's a need I just kind of mold myself into that role I see. and so okay. I can be like a again project manager or like a technical architect or a, a technical integrate all sorts of different roles that I need to fit but I think IoT consultant is like my default title okay people are okay. asking me like what are you IoT consultant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my title, I guess. I yeah. see. Okay. So um, you mentioned that, so your company that you work for mm-hmm. helps other big companies. It's not like, you know, you mentioned like, you know, at my house, there's like mm-hmm. smart lights and my my door is a ring. So that's probably oh, yeah. connected, right? But you're not yeah. helping those like homeowners. You're helping like, for example, like the company of ring, right? Um, so I guess to backtrack a little bit, yeah. I work for AT&T. Okay. And then within AT&T, there's an AT&T consulting group. Uh-huh. Um, and then that specific AT&T consulting group that I'm working in is, um, falls under IoT and mobility. And so what is that? Again, IoT is, again, connected devices. 
And then mobility would be anything like wireless technology or anything that's mobile. Mm. So things that move, you know, things like your phone and you're driving and you're moving from place to place. So wireless technology. And so um, to answer your question about homes, we wouldn't be working with like the ring or the ring company. It's more like, um, for example, like a transportation company. Mm. Um, let's say they need like asset tracking to see where their stuff is going, where their stuff is being transported. Mm -hmm. So if you stick on some sort of tracking onto these items or whatever they're transporting, mm -hmm. you can track where they are. And then you can monitor that on a dashboard and know exactly the location. So we work with like, I guess, different sectors. It could be healthcare, it can be transportation, manufacturing, um, any, any business really. Um, and so we work with the customers, um, chat with them, see what their problems are, where they want to improve. Um, and then we ultimately provide a business solution for them. And again, it's unique to every customer because... Every customer has a different type of issue, different type of environment. And so that's that's what we do. Yeah. Oh man, that's so interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> so like, what does your, I mean, I'm sure things have kind of changed um, since COVID has happened and you're probably yeah. working from home. Yeah. But what does a typical day look like for you then? Yeah, you know, I started this new job this consulting role back in May of 2020. <gasps> so I actually got an offer right before COVID hit in March of 2020. Yeah. Or I think the offer came like February or March or sometime then. Uh -huh. And then I did this whole virtual transition oh my to gosh. my new role. And so I've never really met any of my team members in person because I didn't have to go to the office yet. And so that was interesting but it's, it's fine they don't most of them don't even work in the Atlanta office anyway oh. and so we've just been doing like WebEx meetings and things like that um but my day-to-day -day, what does that look like um I was looking at my um calendar earlier uh -huh. <laughs> to see like what's on my calendar yeah. um I think there's a lot of just meetings that I host mm. um so uh, host I think as consultants you have to take the initiative and host a lot of meetings and then you have to um I guess progress the project wherever that project may be so you have a team of people and then you have a task at hand you got to make sure something is being delivered right and so we have a bunch of deliverables um, or brainstorming sessions that we need to conduct and so a lot of times I will be hosting those things sometimes working on presentations or like um any anytime when we need to educate our customers on the latest and greatest technology because a lot of people don't know about that. Mm. And so our group is responsible for educating them, keeping them in the loop of the latest and how it can apply to their specific um, business environment. Mm -hmm. And so we can do a lot of um, presentations like that to help um, the customers understand, you know, um, and just like weekly team meetings, you know, on the side, just doing like personal research and personal training because it's a new role. And sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing. I just kind of join and like, <laughs> not make it up, but you're just kind of winging it and learning it as you go. Sure, yeah. And yeah. then you just ask a bunch of questions along the way. And thankfully, I have a great team of people mm. and my um, supervisor, which he's, we call him practice lead. Uh, but I guess supervisor makes more sense um, for everyone. But yeah, he's been really great. And so if he if I need anything, I just give him a call. 
or email him and he's right with me. So it's, that's it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so Suji, for just for some clarification for myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, your title is consultant and you said that you are responsible for kind of um, hosting meetings mm-hmm. and um, talking with clientele. So are you as a consultant, like, what is it exactly that you're consulting? Like, are you consulting the customer? Mm-hmm. Or are you, like, the liaison between the customer and the team that's doing uh, all the technical stuff? Yeah, I see. Um, both. Okay. So you okay. have your internal team meetings where uh-huh. you kind of debrief uh-huh. um, the meetings that you had with the customer. Uh-huh. And then you also have meetings in front of the customer where you have to host and then um, have conversations with them. So I guess um, to back it up a little bit more to give yeah, more yeah, understanding, yeah. it's uh, there's, I guess, two parts or two different ways you can look at this. So there's one part where we call it a pre-sales. So mm-hmm. before a project is sold, there's that pre-sales portion where you figure out the needs of the customer Okay. And then you write up a contract, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then if they're on board, then they'll sign it, pay for it. And then the project or that engagement begins. So that's the pre-sales. Okay. And so as consultants, you get involved with the pre-sales um, aspect and you want to sell, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other side, you have an actual engagement that is sold, like a project that is sold. And um, you want to deliver now whatever that um, solution is. So there's the pre-sales aspect and then there's also the delivering aspect wherever, uh, where um, now there is a uh, contract in place and then the customer uh, knows what they want and they uh, and we know how to meet their needs. So we're going to now deliver that. And so there's two different sides. So dep- okay. depending on where you are, um, I guess it'll look a little bit different, but um, it is both. You work with your internal team and then you also have um, your client-facing meetings too. I see, I see. Yeah, okay, yeah. thank you for clarifying. Okay. I just I just wanted to like clarify the title of consultant and exactly like what that was. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so just to like go a little bit further into your job and if you can't answer this question, it's totally fine. Okay. Um, I was wondering if you could kind of give me a real life example of what a project for you would look like from from pre-sales, like maybe even to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you haven't been there. You've only been there about a year now, but yeah. um, without like, you know, revealing clients or anything like that, yeah. or a big project. Is there like some sort of example you could give me? Yeah. So with consulting or at least here in this group I don't know how other consulting firms do it Mm -hmm. um it's very fast paced so I don't think I've ever seen a project where I started from Uh pre-sales and then I ended it with like it being the project being sold and then delivering it um and so you're just kind of pulled in and out in um, various parts and I guess your supervisor will kind of guide you through that too um, because sometimes, a lot of times, like pre-sales during that process, the customer can just bounce, you know, mm. um, because maybe they just wanted free consulting okay. and then they just bounce, you know, just to kind of get a feel for it. They're probably talking yeah. to other consulting firms <laughs> right. too, right? right. And AT&T is just one of them. Um, and so there's a lot of like in and out. Um, mm. So I've been pulled back and forth many different times. Um, but I guess an example um, I wasn't there in the pre-sales process, 
but at least um, in the delivering part of it, um, there was this, um, I guess, one customer. Um, I guess we, I work a lot with like government related customers. Okay. So it was like um, part of the Department of Transportation. Okay. I don't know if that's revealing. I don't know. But Department of Transportation, yeah. that's a bigger umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they just wanted um, um, us to um, see how their current network is set up and how we can transition them into the future. So the deliverable is more like a strategy and roadmap. So as consultants from AT&T, we're strategizing and we are trying to gather all the information from what their current network environment is like. So we would do a lot of interviews and uh, discovery questionnaires, that kind of meetings in the initial initial phases. And then you would begin to um, transition that and uh, we would strategize and come up with like um, designs that would help them to move forward into future technologies. Because, you know, if you don't keep up with the technology trends, your business can't keep up. That's right. You know, and like you probably hear 5G a lot. Yeah. So we've been in the LTE era for like a decade now. Now we're moving into 5G. So that's like a hot thing for all the businesses, like we need the latest and greatest. And so oh, there's a lot of consulting within that realm. So that's pretty cool. I feel like that sounds like a lot of fun for people that like um, see like the big picture of things. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Can, I, I'm not good at that, but it okay. sounds like um, it would be something that would be interesting for people that that like that kind of stuff and it seems like yeah. you know because you you have to really it's sad, i don't know you can tell mm-hmm. me it seems like you'd have to kind of be a, of an out-of-the-box thinker as well mm-hmm. to be able to strategize something like that right yeah and so you have a lot of people who are experts in these various areas um it could be like security it can be wireless it can be different parts of network because there's network has there's a wireline aspect and the wireless aspect right and so we gather the right consultants with the specific skill sets onto the uh team and so we have um engagement managers who would pull the right resources for the project and that's their main role make sure that they pull the right resources for each of the different projects and make sure that they are full-time because as consultants we have to bill hours and so we want to make sure we're full-time like working on projects because that's how we're getting paid right and so um yeah and like I think why I transitioned into a consulting role um was because I think with consulting there is a lot of like creativity in one Mm -hmm. sense and also strategizing and I like that initiative that I need to take to make a project happen Mm. and so every project is different every customer is different so no two projects are the exact same and I think that's what I like because um yeah it's it's you never have to do the same thing over and over again it may look similar like the process but the exact things you're dealing with not so much and so I think that is why this job even though it's very challenging and stressful mm. um, because there's all, it's very high demand. Um, I think <laughs> I can overlook that 
yeah oh wow because yeah. you like it that much yeah so I can't actually confidently say that I like my job not wow. my previous job I come from a more hardcore like engineering role uh-huh. but coming out of that into a consulting role yeah it is I think it's more challenging being on the consulting side than mm-hmm. it is engineering but some people can disagree with that <laughs> um but I yeah it's I like my job and that's why I think I can keep going despite wow, that's the great but you okay so, so you mentioned that there is it is high stress and high yeah. demand so yeah. what what does that entail like is it fast-paced or, or you mentioned it was fast-paced I guess but what yeah. are some other things for you that are challenging yeah um I think client facing is always challenging because mm-hmm. you don't know who they are and some people are very like laid back and like it's easier to have a conversation with them but some people um I don't know if it's just the business environment over there or the business culture over there but it is harder and I think as coming from an engineering background where it wasn't client facing at all it was just working with the internal team Mm -hmm. um and then transitioning into a completely client facing job I think for me I didn't even know how to be myself like Mm. what is right to say in front of the customer Mm. you know like is it appropriate for me to use this kind of language or is that you know what I mean so those kind of things I'm still picking up and also you don't want to look dumb either in front of the customer and so as a fresh consultant it's a little bit challenging because it's like I want to do my job well but I don't want to look like I don't know what I'm doing because they're Mm. hiring me for my expertise right Mm. and so there's a lot of that um that there where I yeah, just have to tough. navigate myself yeah, and yeah. again I just have to ask a lot of questions and good thing I, I do that <laughs> that's yeah. the only way to learn here because no one's telling you what to do right um you just um yeah you just have to reach out on your own and I think I'm okay with that and that's yeah. why I don't think it's a fit for everyone um maybe for people who love to like kind of go out and search for your own answers and things like that oh that's and google's your best friend <laughs> so because like there's no like yeah. i mean like i'm other than like maybe some initial training there's no like this is how you deal with the client or like Mm-mm. interesting i mean there's a lot of trainings out there but when you actually go do that go um face the client you don't know right right because right. everyone's um, so, different yeah yeah the yeah. conversation is different the project itself is different you're working with different people all the time yeah you know and so um but I think I like that that it's yeah. different all the time yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, that's what makes it challenging because there is no like it's not the same you know yeah, so you yeah. can't really predict things every day is like a new day every day I enter in I pray, Lord, <laughs> that it'd be a grace-filled day because, yeah, it's, some days are so rough. And so I just kind of have to go in with that mindset. Have you ever had like a – like um? okay, so you mentioned that like you don't want to seem like you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But have you ever had a conflict with a client where it's like they f- you kind of felt like they were calling you out or something? Mm. Um. I have an example, um, not that they called me out, uh-huh. but there was this one project. Um, yeah, follow along with me because I don't know if this will make sense, but there was this one project where AT&T sold resources to another company mm-hmm. called um, 
company X because I don't want to just in yeah, case yeah, yeah, <laughs> company X right and so what they are doing com- what company X is doing is they're buying AT&T consultants to use as a resource for um, them to lead their consulting uh, does that make so sense like, so they're like contracting your consultants out yeah, to their own yeah. company got it yeah okay. uh-huh. and um, I had to be interviewed to be one of their consultants, you know, so I was pulled into this project for company X, right. But then they have to interview you to make sure you're good for the job. Okay. Um, And so I think during the interview, not that they called me out on it, but I think they could tell that I was a newer consultant Mm. because um, yeah, just maybe the way that I was answering things, maybe it wasn't as thorough or maybe there was hesitation there. Mm. And so at the end of it, I wasn't, I guess, quote unquote, picked for that specific project. And I so see. I just kind of returned back. And so that's an example. I guess. Um, and like, there's other senior consultants, you know, I'm still uh, um, a junior, like a fresh consultant that just came in and trying to figure things out. And so I can, they could probably see the difference in the level. I of, see. I yeah. see. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Suji, you know, let's, if you don't mind, can you mm-hmm. take us back a little bit? You know, you had mentioned a couple of times as you were talking that your background is in the engineering field um, mm-hmm. before coming into consulting. Um, I would assume, I don't know, I've never heard of a major called IOT. <laughs> so um, can you take me back all the way to like, I guess even... I don't know, fresh out of high school, you know, like, what did you study? What was like, kind of your dream at the time? If you had any? Yes. So I think for me, I don't know where this occurred to me, but in the 10th grade, Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to be an engineer. Yeah. So I don't know where, where and how. I think there was a lot of influence um, from my dad because he's also, um, he runs his own business, but he was into um, like electronics and audio equipment, stuff like that. And so Mm -hmm. I guess that electrical side. So I studied electrical engineering in college. Um, So I knew in 10th grade that I was going to be an engineer. And so I applied to Georgia Tech because duh, if you live in Georgia, (laughs) that's the school to go to. And so I applied to that school, got into that school. um, And then I went in undeclared engineer. I didn't know what engineering. So I think uh, when I got there, did some research. And after looking through the list of different types of engineering, um, I found electrical engineering. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try this. And I just kind of uh, I don't want to say cruise through because it was definitely challenges through college, but um, it, it was just kind of a straight shot mm, for me. Mm. I think the question, you know, this podcast is called When I Grow Up. Um, the question when people ask me, like, what do you want to be when, when you grow up? I said teacher, actually. Oh. Yeah, that was kind of like ever since elementary school, when you're asked that question, I said teacher. But, um, and I think there's still a part of me that wants to teach. Mm. Um, I think that's something that's developing um, in me. But at least when I got to high school and then in college, I just did engineering. And then when I graduated from college, um, I got an engineering job. Okay. Like applied um, what I studied, electrical engineering. And so I um, got into um, AT&T company. So I've been working here. So the consulting job, 
it's within the same company. I haven't oh, changed okay, yeah, companies okay. at all. So been here from the beginning, but I took a big pivot when I got to consulting. Yeah. So it's completely on the opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to jobs. So, um, so yeah, I guess that was a pretty smooth transition. Ride. Yeah. 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 Um, that's I a guess blessing that's, really. I guess, <laughs> but I wish maybe I should have thought through it more. Like Why? absorb, I mean, <laughs> observe like different types of jobs, but I don't know. It was just like engineering. I don't know where that occurred. To. No, no one told yeah. me to do that either. It was just like, I could see myself doing this. And so I just went for it and got the job and huh, I don't know if I like it so much. And so that's when I started figuring out like, uh, yeah, what am I interested in? Okay. What do I like to do? And I, so I think my first few years of working at at t it's more like figuring out how companies work like what is that organizational structure you know get to know all the people here and so I think it was a lot of that kind of development Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um more so interested in the actual job that I do on a day-to-day basis I see Um, yeah so So, okay so what does a electrical engineer do Yeah, it can be, it's a very general engineering um, study. So um, I think the other job offer that I got out of college was like a electrical and lining company. Okay. And so I think they work closely with like um, architecture companies and they design a building or something, right? And so we, you can also do the lighting the electrical uh, okay, yeah okay, the lighting okay, okay. and the I guess the plumbing structure okay, okay you can take it in that direction you know um what I did was um more radio engineering uh-huh. um <laughs> and so what 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 would that be um you know AT&T is a telecommunications company yes um are you familiar with like cell sites or cell towers at all yes my husband worked on cell towers for the first couple years out of oh really okay so you've seen them outside right yeah so those are cell towers and there's actually antennas on them like radios on them Uh and they uh, they transmit radio frequencies right okay so that's how your phone Uh uh-huh oh you can't even oh your phone um is able to talk is through that through those antennas Uh because um it's transmitting and receiving i see right okay and so you need to be covered in that area so if you can see the cell site it can also see you if you check your phone then you probably have full bars on your phone okay um and so that's i guess radio engineering so i was on the optimization team Uh um and so you would basically help optimize the network and so when you have like um, customers complaining and say, I had a drop call or whatever, whatever, or there's no coverage in this area, then I guess an, as an optimization engineer, you'll figure out ways how to better the network so that customers can have the best, like flawless experience, right? Wow. <laughs> so that's radio engineering on okay. one level. And that's the, some of the things that I did. Okay. Um, yeah. And so moving to consulting, totally different, you know? Yeah, it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, and like you yeah. said, I feel like the biggest thing would be like working with an internal team and then mm-hmm. and then having to work with a client. Oh, yeah. Not really. It's really yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so only internal even if there's like customer complaints, it like goes through a bunch of other people before it even comes to the engineer. Sure, yeah. Um, there's like a fun, there's like a process. So mm-hmm. like I think the engineer 
um, is probably the last person you go to. So there's a lot of different other people they run through. Uh Um, Yeah. And so that is uh, one of the bigger differences. Um, I'm not trying to sell anything either. Yeah. Right. Engineering. Right. right? And so you are building the network, whereas consulting, you're selling it. Got it. Yeah. So I'm on the other end of the business. Um, So, you know, you mentioned again, like uh, you figured out that it kind of wasn't what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But how did you figure that out? Was it boring or? Um, well, one thing that I know about myself is I like to learn. So mm-hmm. with engineering, you're constantly learning too. But I wasn't passionate passionate about what I was learning, which is LTE, network, radios, cell towers, <laughs> all of that. It's like kind of boring, right? No, I'm <laughs> what sure. What are those? <laughs> Well, to me, they were not that exciting. Right? No, I'll yeah, it sounds about it, awful for me. You know? I'm like, I'm so boring. But then I'm like, I'm sure there are people that are like, so cool. But- yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll learn about them. I can do that. But it's not like exciting me to do the best that I can to learn. Mm. So you kind of grow very like comfortable and complacent. Like, right. I know this much. Right. I can just get by like this. So right, it just right. became like, Every day is like the same thing. Like I didn't want to, you know, uh-huh. go learn more things about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so just kind of found this really comfortable place. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's when I'm like, huh, I need to like figure out then what is it that I want to do? You know, yeah. if it's not this, then what is it? And so I think that's when I did a lot of like, you know, what do I like? Asking simple questions. What do I like to do? You know, what excites me? Um and after like I guess I don't know a few years of just like you know um asking questions like that talking to other people and what they do on the job I think um consulting Mm -hmm. and I don't think I just landed in consulting to begin with I think there's a lot of things I wanted to do Mm -hmm. like I I kind of wanted to go back to school to do like I don't know I kind of wanted to go into like counseling and therapy like I also wanted to like be a professor there's so many things I want to do it's just I chose engineering and then I'm just going from there right yeah yeah um and so I've explored a lot of things um but I guess what makes sense with where I am now Mm -hmm. and um where it's possible instead of like having to like go back to school and redo Mm -hmm. um I think and I think overall, when I talk to friends who are consultants, because there's a lot of consultants around us, you know, our peers and, um, and um, yeah. And so I think after talking with them, um, it seemed like something that I would enjoy. And surely enough, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think definitely. the thing is, though, once you figure out like what you where you want to go, mm-hmm. it's like, how you get how do you get there? That's another question. itself. Right, right. And so I think that took some time to like figure out what do I want to do? And then how am I going to get there? You know, what are the mm-hmm. steps to get there? And um, yeah, it, it was a, a journey um, to find that out. So I'm curious, Suji, like, so you kind of, you know, landed on, okay, maybe I would enjoy consulting. Mm -hmm. How did you end up staying within AT&T? Was it like you knew people in in Mm -hmm. IoT consulting or or it's just kind of by chance your company had open availability? Yeah. 
Um, I know I didn't want to leave the company. Oh. Um, I don't tell this to people, but okay. I actually really like my company. Why don't you <laughs> I tell like, people? It's a great thing. Because <laughs> like, I don't know, because AT&T, they first think of customer service, right? Oh, and I like their personal, but their personal experience with AT&T right, 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 or like right. whether it be like your cell coverage or whatever. Right, right, right. So they just have different <laughs> thoughts when it comes to AT&T. Um, but in terms of me working for the company and um, being an employee here, I think with the leadership team and everything, I just like really enjoy it and all the people mm. that I've met so far. Um, but to go into um, this IoT consulting role, um, I have a friend who we studied the same thing in college and we both work at AT&T. And so we're, we've just kind of kept in touch. And I think we also went to the same high school. And oh. so I've known her for a really long time, yeah. you know. Um, and I still keep up with her and see her time to time. And she first uh, moved to that team, the IoT consulting oh. group. Yeah, and then she's been there for like a year. And then when she tells me about it, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I, I want to be there too, you know. Like, let me know if there's any job openings. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she just, I guess she just kept me back of her mind. Um, but it was like, um, two years ago, like around like Thanksgiving time, Mm -hmm. um, I was working that Thanksgiving week when everyone is like off right on Thanksgiving break. And I just happened to check the job board, Mm -hmm. 18th internal job board and voila, that job was just open (laughs) for it to be applied to. You know, and so I, I was just working on my resume. Yeah. Everyone's on vacation. <laughs> working on my cover letter, submitted it, I think like on Black Friday. I think, yeah, I think it opened the week before and then it uh, it was open for seven days and they closed out on Black Friday. I submitted it. And then um, I didn't get an interview until I reached out to my friend. I told her like, hey, I, I um, applied. And then she was like, oh my gosh, really? Like, let me talk to my boss. Mm. And then her boss was like, okay, send, send me your resume. And so I sent them the resume. So it kind of crawled up through that way. Right, went up right, to, right. I guess, the VP there or the AVP there. Um, and so I think me plainly just applying, it didn't work. Yeah. I but I okay. think it was through her connection where um, they wanted to uh, have an interview with me. And so that's where it started. So I think timing-wise, connections... Also, lots of prayer because yeah. I think even years before I was desperately wanting to leave my engineering job, but it was just always this like thing that got placed in my heart to stay, mm. um, you know, engage with the people on your team, get to know them better, develop a relationship with them, but it's not now kind of thing. Mm. And so that was, I think that went on for like two or three years because oh. I was ready to get out, but I think I just kind of um, stayed put. Um, in obedience and then I think when the timing came it just kind of naturally happened yeah and yeah yeah, and I I, that's nothing that I can control that was nothing that I did you know and it was definitely not what I did because I applied but you know it didn't work that way it went through a connection you know and so thankfully that went well and then I guess you would think it would be an easier process internally, but they put me through four interviews. What? Well, I know. Four interviews. Four you phone like, interviews. You like, I already work here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and so it took about two months 
the interview process. I think it was like an interview every other week or something like that. Um, yeah, but I guess it's then, pretty standard, right, to like go through I that many so. interviews probably. I think so. Yeah. I, I guess it just depends. It's mm-hmm. really different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then it probably took about an, uh, a month later to receive the offer. And then COVID happened. And then so boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, wow, I didn't even get that's... to like properly say goodbye to my old team. <laughs> oh, we I guess. Food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's crazy. Good. Well, I'm really glad you like your job now, you know. Mm-hmm. You're happy about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe you still will be a professor one day, right? One it's day. just the beginning. Yeah. But... That's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> well, that's really awesome. So, um, well, we're coming to like kind of the end of mm-hmm. our interview right now. But mm-hmm. um, before we end, I was wondering if you could share with me a little bit about I mean, I feel like you've said it a couple of times here and there throughout our chat, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe the best thing about your job or what you like the most? The best thing or what I like the most? Um, I'll probably just say the same thing. <laughs> um, it is the fact that, um, yeah, every project is a new project, mm. you know? Um, every day is a new day. Um, even the people that I work with, it's a different person that I work with. I mean, you get some overlap here and there, but, um, you just interface with a lot of different people. Mm. And I think I need that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just like, um, yeah, just getting to know the different, oh, you know what though? I think, I guess maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but, um, there's a bigger challenge is, uh, I think I work a lot with like men. Yeah, even here. And so I think kind of figuring out um, how to roll with them and how to work with them closely. And, um, but that's always been a challenge for me throughout, even starting from college with my major to like engineering to even consulting. Um, because even with networks, it's not a, a job that's popular amongst women. Mm. And so I'm just kind of like one of the few that are there. And so, um, yeah, so I think, what I love about it is it's that it's just different every day. Mm. Um, it's never the same thing. Um, but the challenging part is, um, um, again, like with these different people and they happen to be, I guess, men, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just like as a woman and as someone who is um, newer to consulting and younger than everyone else, it's like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I have the right to say anything. That's what I feel sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Do you think yeah. that has to do with you being Asian American? Um, because you know, like age, yeah. like age things, and like you know, uh-huh. hierarchy of like us honoring those that are older than us, right? Like, yeah. it kind of comes from our own culture and how we were raised as Korean Americans. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I feel like I meet a lot of um, non-Asian Americans that that don't have that issue at all. Like, no matter uh-huh. what, how old they are. Oh, I see. I think maybe. I don't think it has much to do with the Asian American, being an Asian American, um, because I think I actually don't feel the minority in that sense Okay. when it comes to being an Asian American. I think it's more of a minority in a uh, gender or yeah, uh, being a woman. woman. Yeah, that yes. sense. And also like um, 
that whole age thing uh-huh. um I think it's more so like um like if you're just younger you just they just assume that you don't know enough that's true you don't that's have true. experience yeah, you know I yeah. think it's, I'm coming more from that yes, yes. than the other okay, okay um so it is yeah so I think in terms of work I want to be older right yeah it's better if I, that's why I don't like to show my face on camera because if they see my face I, t- I look young you know uh, compared to the other people that I wear so I just don't show my face just let them hear my voice interesting. Um, yeah yeah because I don't want them to judge me based on how I look I look young right. you know I'm a I guess I sound like a woman but yeah all those things so interesting <laughs> yeah no because yeah. I guess um earlier too when I was asking you the question of like um, if clients like ever um, call you out on on something because mm-hmm. of your inexperience or something like that, I think I was kind of alluding to the fact too that you are a woman, and I would imagine, I, see. I would imagine it would be tough, like yeah. um, in a situation, an environment where you're. I mean. I think just in technology in general, there are a lot yeah. of men. Of course, yeah. women are up and coming and they they really are setting um, their own place in the yeah. work workplace, especially in like startups and tech companies yeah. and things like that. And they really are um, making their place as, mm-hmm. I mean, for women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know that generally, right, like when you're <clears throat> dealing with, companies that are looking for good consult like consultants mm-hmm. for their own company to to thrive yeah generally they're men you know like yeah. in those leadership positions and yeah. um i would even argue even more so in the south but, yeah. <laughs> but um that might get me in trouble what i just said but <laughs> um but yeah so i guess yeah. Yeah, I mean, I that challenge must mm-hmm. be stressful at times. But because, like, I mean, even you saying that, like, yeah, you even think about like mm-hmm. not turning on your camera in these yeah. meetings. Can you and imagine again, if we didn't have COVID? You'd have to be meeting them face to face. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because I'm just the short five two. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, I'm working with these like like white middle aged men yeah, mostly, yeah. you know. And so I can I couldn't imagine like even for me on the looking from the customer side like if you look at that you know you kind of just make some assumptions there to begin with you know Mm -hmm. and so um yeah I think I'm just a little bit more aware of those things and just the people that I'm working with on a day-to-day basis and but I mean again I I love my job but then again like I'm sure there's a very specific reason why I'm here too Mm. um and I don't know what kind of voice I'll bring or an influence I'll be in in this specific group here at AT AT&T but um yeah and so I I can't I can't um deny that I'm not supposed to be here I think the way that everything flowed out yeah 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 yeah, and those are the challenges that I'll take it (laughs) to the Lord and tell him yeah yeah no absolutely and I definitely feel like of course, you are there for a reason, yeah. um, because God is sovereign and and He's yeah. put you there for the purpose. Um, but also, too, like as as far as credibility that goes to you. I mean, you went through four interviews, girl, to get where you wanted. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't have hired That's you yeah. and entrusted you with yeah. with these types of clients if they didn't yeah. think you could do it. So, yeah. um, 
I think it's so great. And I yeah. and all that to say, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we need more women, you know, in the IoT <laughs> consultant role. Maybe we need more women engineers. Um, but um, Suji, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Was there anything you'd wanted to share? Maybe, um, oh, there was one other thing I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you, if it's okay. Um do you feel like there are any like personality traits or character mm-hmm. traits or like strengths that you have that make you a better consultant? So maybe somebody listening would be like, oh, like, I don't know if I would be good at this, but I'm good at like, I don't know, talking to people or something. Mm-hmm. Like, is there anything like that you feel like would mm-hmm. be a strength in your work, in the line of work that you do? Oh, I see. Um, you got to, this is one thing I realized after hosting so many meetings mm. with internal team and also with customers. Um, you got to learn to just, you got to know how to just talk. Mm. <laughs> like sometimes no one will respond, but you just got to keep talking and like <laughs> navigate the conversation, you know, and like know how to like pass the ball into their court. And if there's no response, then you've got to keep going, you know? And so you got to, you know, you know, you know, when you have those conversations with people who are not that responsive, yes. but they just kind of yes, or, you know, just like, you know, keep it very simple, right? Like short there's, answers. No, there's no like extended yeah. more information. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so same thing like there with that kind of conversation, you just kind of carry the whole way through, I see. you know, so you ask a question, it's like, okay, and then you just kind of keep talking. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. So if you are good at that. Um, that's, I think one of the things that would be, (laughs) that would be very helpful Mm. if you're skilled at, because you just have to kind of carry the conversation and keep it going. You got to also wrap it up, you know, close out the call and all those things I kind of learned along the way, but I think it came a little bit more naturally for me, thankfully. Um, and so I think, I know some people would just absolutely hate doing that. Mm. Yeah. They'd rather just be an attendee on the call, but not want to host it or lead anything. And so if you have that, like, um, that side of you where you just constantly like to initiate and keep things going, then I think consulting may be something suitable for you. Oh, that's awesome. That's good advice, too, I feel like. Um, Do you have any other advice that you'd want to give to anybody listening, whether it's about your job or just Mm -hmm. any advice in general? Any advice? Yeah, like anything, like. Now is your chance, Suji. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> now, any advice? That's so I mean, it broad. could be about like IoT consulting, uh-huh. or it could be just like life advice. <laughs> ah, I see. Um, hmm. I I guess I don't even know if this is a life advice, but just like dream big. Mm. Like, there's so many things and I've mentioned before too like that I want to do and I think for the time being I'm a consultant but who knows maybe I'll we'll go get more schooling be a professor you know if I could redo my career I, I've been telling I tell this to people all the time like I want to go into medicine and like be a doctor you know like yeah and so like there's just so many and then, like I think eventually too I want to like even have my own business I, I'm also yeah there's just so many things so there's a list of things and I think <laughs> yeah no for sure so just like 
it just doesn't end here. I mean, yeah. for now I'm here and I don't know five, 10 years from now, but you know, just dream bigger. Like, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but just like be excited about the future too, you know? No, absolutely. Um, I agree. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, my, this podcast is called when I grow up and I feel like the title in itself, like has some like finality to it right when mm -hmm. I interview people it's like oh this is what you are when you grow up but uh, that's not my um like that's not the point right of the yeah, podcast yeah um so I completely agree with you you know it's like it's not over mm -hmm. until it's really over right like yeah, your body yeah. can't do it anymore you right, know I think right. the dream continues the work continues, the yeah. jobs change, the career yeah. changes. And um, yeah, so really I think that's true. great advice. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, like five years from now, go and interview the same people you did up until now. I know, now. right? Who knows right. where they are <laughs> For sure, yeah. That would be, that's um, a good idea. I should do that. Yeah, if you do that, then like, you know, it just, I think that'd be cooler. Yeah, know? I mean, I feel when like I that's the most encouraging two. thing that's been about this podcast is like uh -huh. realizing that the plan is never the plan, right? It doesn't yeah. always go according to what you want or plan. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. Awesome. But, well, thank you so much, Suji. I really appreciate you again. Um, Hey guys, if you enjoyed this episode or if you have any questions on IoT consulting, I'm sure Suji would be happy to chat with you. Um, and I can definitely connect you if you DM me through social media or you can email me at podcastwigu at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time. Thanks, Suji. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank